podcast as part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to today's episode of 49ers Unrestricted. I'm Timmy Gibson here with my co-host, Daniel Bigelow. Daniel, how are you doing today? Well, I'm here. I'm awake, so that's good. Um, not not sure how I feel after yesterday. Of course, I, I base how I feel off of the game the, the prior day. Um, just kind of bummed. More injuries. And the injuries are <laughs> insane. That sucks. That's not fun. Um, it's not fun to sit here and and talk about how in shambles the team is. And yeah, it's a bummer. So I think the most frustrating thing for me is I don't know how much we truly talked about it yesterday, but I'm expecting to see, you know, I'm expecting to see uh, an an offense with highly skilled players come in and step it up for a half starters defense who is riddled with injuries and our offense is pretty good for the most part in terms of injuries. I'm expecting to see a a stellar offense with all pro after all pro come in and make big plays to try to supplement that injured defense. And we didn't see that. So that was frustrating, Uh, frustrating to lose to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Even though, even though Mariota looked good, Timmy, would you agree that Marcus Mariota looked, that was a new Mariota I've seen? Yeah, I, I it was it was good to see. I like I like Mariota. I mean, it would have been better to see against a different team, but I I think Mariota kind of had a has had a bad rap with injuries and stuff. It was I mean, they, I I'm not gonna say I told you so, listeners and Daniel, but I told you so. I told you the Falcons could move the ball. I told you they were a better team than we thought, and yeah, I think I I. I I think we can talk about the Falcons' offense all we want, but the important thing is that the 49ers didn't score any second-half points, Daniel. They came out hot in the beginning. They looked good. Two Brandon Ayuk touchdowns, Ayuk's best game of the season by far, and then Seriously. the second half just did not score again. How You you cannot not score in the second half. So as even though with all the injuries on defense and the Falcons' offense being good, the way we moved, the, the I there is no excuse for that that shift in offensive production from the 49ers going from the first half to the second half. And that, that is the reason we lost. And George Kittle said it after the game. He said the offense didn't put up enough points and they did not. And that was the reason we lost. And the the defense allowed points. The Falcons moved the ball. All of that is true. But when you don't score in the second half, the loss cannot be the fault of anyone but the offense. Yeah, no, I'm, Unless somehow the offense gets no time, uh, but the Niners had the ball plenty. Um, they didn't necessarily do the best things with it, but Daniel, I need to tell you tell you a stat. Ugh, dang it! Dang I think dang David it, Lombardi tweeted this out on Twitter, and I might not have all the details right, but do you know what the largest fourth quarter deficit the Forty ers have come back from under Kyle Shanahan is? I don't know, seven, <laughs> fourteen. Four. Oh, no, not even a touchdown. Not even a touchdown. The most points the 49ers have come back trailing from to win the game in the fourth quarter in five years under Kyle Shanahan 
who is widely considered the best offensive mind in the NFL, is four. So and I, I don't, <laughs> and I do think Kyle Shanahan is the best offensive mind in the NFL. So what is going on? Why didn't we score the second half? Why can't we come back? Why couldn't we move the ball? I don't, I don't understand how that happened. Hey, can we, can we title this episode like? fourth quarter it's over or something i don't know something creative like yeah uh, why man not even a touchdown play the fourth quarter that's what i was just thinking is if we're if we have never come back from even a touchdown deficit a one score game one touchdown score game maybe maybe that's more on the on the quarterback room we've still really never seen kyle shanahan with his chosen chosen quarterback on the 49ers so maybe that's different with with trey running the offense Maybe we'll learn someday that Jimmy has been has been Kyle coaching with one hand tied behind his back the whole time, but still, that does not look. I do good. partially think that that is that's kind of how I see Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback that makes Kyle coach one with one hand behind his back. Just because anytime, listen to this. I was in the donut shop last week, and I'm wearing my 49ers hat, and. I think it was last, it was Monday or Tuesday. Oh, because we played on Monday. I was wearing it on uh, Tuesday, and I was stoked. And I have this old couple talking to me about the Niners. And I was, you know, at first like, wow, what do they know? And then, wow, they knew. I was impressed. But she was asking me, are you a Jimmy Garoppolo guy or no? Like, or do you like Trey Lance? And I said, I'm certainly more Trey Lance than I am Jimmy Garoppolo. And I get, I said I get frustrated with how often people give – Jimmy Garoppolo a hard time when he has the ability to at times be a good good quarterback but the big difference is the potential the offense has when Trey Lance is running it when when you have his cannon when you have his speed his agility um, you have every play possible the only thing for him now is the wisdom um, and the experience at this high level Jimmy Garoppolo has the experience. He just has nothing else <laughs> in terms of agility, speed, and, and cannon for an arm. Accuracy, Trey's got all that. Accuracy in there on the list of things he doesn't have. Yeah, seriously. He said after the game, he was like, yeah, it was a bummer to throw that interception, but sometimes you got to take deep shots at the end of the half. And I like hadn't really watched it back, <laughs> but I watched the highlights. It wasn't like a Hail Mary. Like That's no, a quote you say a- when it's like, yeah, I threw a 70-yard Hail Mary and the defense intercepted it. It was like a 20-yard like side. Like It was a... It wasn't like an impossible to make throw, <laughs> but that's like his deep ball. So yeah, so I don't know. The I I think the story of this game is that the 49ers offense had zero second half points. I don't think there's another way to describe it. The other story is we just keep keep getting injured. I mean, Traverius Ward going down, Mike McGlinchey going down, just and you know not, this is not good. This is what I know. So obviously there was no rushing game, and maybe that was part of it. There was a total of 16 rushing attempts, and Jimmy Garoppolo had three of those, so we're going to go with 13 rushing yeah, attempts. Yeah, I, I don't think Shanny really wanted to run the ball after Jeff Wilson's fumble six early on in the game, you know? He's a, yeah, he's he a was reactionary cut coach, especially in terms of player management, and we've talked about how we don't always know if that's the best. He's reactionary. If someone does something he doesn't like, he's inclined to just bench them, which... I mean, I, I understand, but I don't know. Then yeah. when you can't run the ball, do you need that guy back out there? I, I don't know. But but then again, we weren't really trying to run the ball much in the second half because we were down. So I, I This don't know. is what I have a hard time with. 
we could not get anything done on offense after after the first half, but I feel like both Ayuk touchdowns were pretty early. Uh, Debo Samuel, 10 targets. Only had seven receptions for 79 yards. So that's not bad. I mean, that's an average of 11.3, so that's not great. Brandon Ayuk, 11 targets, eight receptions, 83 yards. Great Ayuk game. That great Ayuk awesome game. Awesome Ayuk game. Did not have any big receptions. His longest was 14, but he did have two phenomenal touchdowns. And again, he's not your big long guy. He Debo's more those of the were, yak guy. Those were good touchdowns too. Yeah, they were really good touchdowns. He looked and he then, looked awesome. And he had other plays besides those too. Like it wasn't just those. That was just that was really good to see. We've we've talked about how we thought this could be Ayuk's um, Ayuk's like kind of arrival. Like I am here. I am an elite NFL receiver season, and this game showed that maybe that's going to happen. Finishing off the targets, George Kittle also had ten targets, but he also had eight receptions for eighty-three yards. So him and Ayuk had the same amount of receptions and yards. So, yes. Like 83 yards, 83 yards, 79 yards. Good job, the three boys. But yeah, it's seven receptions, eight receptions, 10 and 11 targets apiece. We need you to do more with that. And I know they, they, you know, it's not always just up to them, but when we can't score in the second half and you guys get that much usage, I, I think part of it's on just this offense that couldn't get it done. And I think maybe, I don't know, did, did Kyle make a bad decision to stop running the ball? Jeff had been great last few games, and yes, he had a fumble. Um, I don't know. I mean, if he really had wanted to run the ball, he would have run it with Debo. Yeah, and Debo only had two attempts. So I don't, I don't know if that's the trailing or what, but it was, look, long term, I mean, we had so many episodes like this last year. We had so many episodes where we were like, what is going on? Kyle Shanahan can't coach. This team doesn't know what it's doing. Get Lynch out of there. All like we we've said it all. And the 49ers went to the NFC Championship game. So I will never be out on a 49ers team that has this much talent and is coached by Kyle Shanahan because I think he's that good. I really do. But I also think it's fair to criticize. So I think the 49ers season is fine. I think we're going to be fine. The NFC, the AFC, the NFL seems wide open right now. There is not there is not the parity there usually is, except maybe the Buffalo Bills, who seem to be so many upsets the last couple of weeks. It's crazy. It, exactly. And the NFC especially, I mean, the Eagles look beatable. The Eagles are the undefeated team at the top of the NFC, and they almost gave up. Like, if Dak Prescott was playing Sunday night, I don't know if the Eagles win, since they almost let Cooper Rush come back. So I, I, I say all of this to say there is nothing stopping the 49ers from going on a deep, deep run. So he, don't. Like, hear that, know that behind all of the criticism we're about to continue to level. But that was bad. That was really, really bad. The offense, I'm, I know I've said this, but we just we cannot be scoring no points in the second half. That is not what elite no. teams do. And you think this team is an elite team, Kyle Shanahan. You have said this team is elite. Then you cannot go scoreless in the second half of a game. You said you brought Jimmy Garoppolo back so that if Trey Lance went down, the offense could still be productive. Well, it wasn't. So figure that out. And we will, because you usually do. So get in a room, grab whatever binders you have, and make the <laughs> offense work again. Uh, hey, Raven McLeod had a good good punt return. <laughs> um, just he did. That was really the, nice. The, the, good job, Ray really Ray. Nice. Good job. Yay, Ray Ray. 
we made a good acquisition. So I'm peeking over the defense now, and uh, you know, I I think that they. You know, we have more injured defensive starters than we do healthy defensive starters, and that was the case going into the game. Yeah, I counted. Six hey, yeah, let's do five healthy. Let's do a, just look at a couple of defensive stats from the game, talk about how they did, and then let's do a, a full injury report. We're going to make that a new segment of the podcast is a full injury report. Yeah. Um, Fred Warner, 10 total tackles, eight solo. Sean Gibson had seven solo tackles. Uh, Ebukum had two tackles for a loss. He had five total tackles. Drew Greenlaw with four. Ufunga with five tackles. Uh, he was off for a little bit. I don't know if he was battling with an injury. I did not see any injury report on Hufunga, my boy. Um, yeah, well, you but, know, he went to. He didn't even attend a top ten uh, college football university, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, when he went off, that was when some stuff started to happen. Uh, he took a couple plays off, and Gibson was in there, and I don't know who else, I guess, but uh, it wasn't looking good. And so I'm like, okay. You got to put him back in there. He can't take any plays off. We're going to crumble without him, apparently. So well, he's the only defensive starter we have left, apparently. Yeah. What do you? Uh, well, Fred's still there, and then Dre and Ebukum, and it stops there. <laughs> it literally stops there. Uh, I think Ward will play next week, but he was added to the injury report. So, uh, what was the overall feel on defense? get healthy please i mean we looked good in the first again like we had a lot of nice stops like the line looked good that like yeah. the defense is gonna be fine i think the falcons are just kind of good They're kind and this of a is a team. full that was a full d uh b team d line with bosa out kinlaw out, I know, armstead we were still out producing kinlaw yeah. i don't know if kinlaw's coming back it sounds like there's some other health. Like it sounds like this is his knees still bothering him i'm just i'm not sure we're getting kinlaw back oh i thought didn't the, he go to ir uh, I did not see that yet, but I thought the knee was fixed. I thought the surgery fixed it. Oh, wait. Apparently not. Apparently not. And we, uh, you know what? I just kick myself for every time. I know we have Trent Williams. Yeah, Kinlaw's on the IR now, which I think means four weeks. <sighs> it does. That's just unreal. Well, let me just say, every time, I know we needed we needed a defensive line. I know it makes perfect sense for position, but my goodness, I just can't get over the fact that we took Javon Kinlaw 13th overall and then Tristan Wirfs went to the Bucks 14th overall. And he's, in a few years, probably going to be the best, if not top three, left tackle in the game. Yeah. I have, so so an update on Kinlaw. He had, has had some fluid in his knee, um, which was from the fluid buildup from the, in the knee, which was going to have to be managed. So he's on IR. And I hear that's not good. Fluid no, not in the great. knee is bad. Fluid in the knee is not great. He, You tend to want fluid only in fluid areas of the body um <laughs> we're doctors he, everybody we're doctors he uh is gonna be on ir eligible to potentially come back after four weeks i don't i don't really know what to expect there i i've I, to be honest i feel a little bad for kinlaw i don't think he he didn't ask the 49ers to bring him in to trade deforest buckner and draft him he didn't ask to be deforest buckner's replacement and he hasn't been and that's not his fault you know and that's the team made a decision to be prudent and not and not pay Buckner, and it was probably false hope to to think that maybe Kinlaw could step right into that. Now, I used to be bummed about some of the receivers that were still on the board that we that we didn't get. 
Um, I'm pretty happy with Ayuk, to be honest. Jefferson is the only one that I would, but we could have taken Kinlay <sighs> and Jefferson. I agree. I think Worfs is one of the guys that it's really hard to hard to look at. But I mean, we have Trent Williams now, so I'm I'm fine with that. Um, we might need to move on from the Falcons game kind of soon and make this kind of a speedier episode. Well, let me. You said Trent Williams. Let me give you some good news on Trent Williams. I wanted to give you the good news. Ah, well, you said his name. Williams, his ankle is injured, sprained his ankle, high ankle sprain, could return to action for Sunday's matchup against Kansas City. Could. Same with Bosa. Same with Bosa. So, um, who else? Uh, Jason Verrett. This is an update before Sunday. Um Kyle Shanahan said that Verrett won't be activated ahead of week six after dealing with some soreness. So maybe he gets activated for the Chiefs game. Maybe that's yeah. what that means. Maybe he waits another game, uh, another week. Timmy already said Javon Kinlaw's on injured reserve. We already know that Emmanuel Mosley is as well and out for the year. I have not seen an update on, on Eric Armstead, and we will see his availability for next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Jimmy Ward will go on IR with a broken hand, I assume. Okay, I and need to complain Bosa. about something real quick. That's not the 49ers. But it's <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I looked up this 49ers-Chiefs game. The 49ers play the Chiefs next week. The Chiefs, as you know, one of the best teams in the NFL, with the best quarterback in the NFL, best coach in the NFL. And, of course, it's a rematch of a very exciting Super Bowl from a couple of years ago. These are two of the biggest, most storied franchises in NFL history. Some of the They've most popular played fan the bases. Bowl, right? Uh, yeah, they have. So I yeah. looked, I think just in the preseason though, but I'm not sure. I looked and I was like, oh, well, this game must be Sunday night football. I have to make sure to keep Sunday free. No, it's a 125 PM Pacific game. Okay. Sometimes Lame. you put games there. Chiefs bills was there. That happens sometimes. Nobody's fault. They probably have an even better game for Sunday night football next weekend. So Daniel, now we're going to play. Tell me who's playing Sunday night football next weekend. I don't know, man. It's going to be like. The Jets, it's going to be New York football, the Jets versus the Giants. Dude, that would be a good game based on how this is going. No, it's the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers against Ugh. the Miami Dolphins. Uh, okay. So, NFL, get your act together and make this Chiefs 49ers game primetime because it's going to be awesome. Nick Bosa's coming back. Trent Williams is coming back. Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy Garoppolo, Fred Warner, good players. <laughs> good players, people that are really good and not Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just oh, I don't gosh. understand. I was so I um, was like, how is this game not Sunday night? Let me finish it's, this. It's too early for them quick. to do the flexing. Yep, sorry, that was an aside. Let's no, get you're back good. To those injuries. Just two bummers. Mike McGlinchey hurt his calf. He left the game. Hopefully, he's ready to go for for the Chiefs. But even more so, hopefully they're ready to go. It is the Charvarius Ward revenge game. But he did hurt his groin, and he was downgraded to out for the remainder of the game. So hoping that he can get healthy and play against his former team and my bold prediction. Groins right. Yes, Bosa, Ward. Figure out this groin situation, guys. Um, I will absolutely predict that Traverius Ward gets an interception against his former team. That'd be awesome. And the, re- the and receivers on the Chiefs are not are not that good. But Patrick that Mahomes to, is so good; it doesn't matter. Say that to a very hot Juju Smith shoes. That's true. You're right. Juju just is coming off his best game of the season. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Another guy who went to a university that used to be ranked in the top 10 of college football and isn't. That isn't? (laughs) Yeah. Imagine losing to Utah. 
Okay, that's what I got for the injuries. I was just double checking to make sure that's all good. That's gross. That's a long list. Yikes. Okay, moving on. Um, next week, the Kansas City Chiefs, who are coming off of a loss to the Buffalo Bills. Now that's a cool thing. Uh, that, that was, was such a good game. That was an incredible game. That was a good one. That should have been some Sunday night football instead of the Eagles and Cowboys. I mainly yeah. just do not like either of those teams. So what do we think is, man, a lot of this de- depends on how healthy we are. Um, I guess I shouldn't have deleted that injury report app real quick. Uh, Bosa could be back. Trent Williams could be back. Hopefully Traverius Ward is good to go. Armstead, no idea. So hopefully we've got some starters back. Um, but I am still very worried about if we are this injured and lose to an Atlanta Falcons team, what are we going to look like when we're playing one of the best teams in football and yeah. still injured? And the Chiefs have a good defense too. Any openings on that offensive line, they're going to take it. George Karloftis, their rookie uh, pass rusher, has been legit. So that's been um, they're It's a very different Chiefs team. They're not not the same explosive. Tyreek Hill's going to run down the field, take the top off you, and and get to the ball kind of kind of team. They're much more. They're going to take Patrick Mahomes is going to take what you give him, and then he's going to do something amazing. And they've been doing it. Um, the game against the Bills was a great game. Um, that's not like that's just that's a great game. We're probably going to see that matchup again many many times. But the Chiefs also laid an egg and lost to the the Indianapolis Colts. So they're not the same. I don't know if I think of them as the same Chiefs they were, but they are still, I mean, they're still the Chiefs, and it's still Patrick Mahomes who might be the most talented quarterback we've ever seen play the position. So I, I think it's going to be scary, but I think this 49ers defense is capable of stopping anybody, anybody, yep. especially if we can get a few more of those starters back, get Williams back on the offensive line, get Bosa back out there, and I, I think this team can can give them a run for their money. I think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close yep. game. And yeah, well, it's, it's, the, it's the best game of the 49ers season so far, just in terms of like, should this be a good football game for sure? What's to, uh, what I would say is I, I don't think the chiefs offense is as chiefs offense esque as it, as we're used to seeing uh, still has Patrick Mahomes. So you can put any sorry receiver out there and he's going to make it work if they can just catch the ball. Um, but there is no Tyreek Hill. There absolutely is a Travis Kelsey and he is unreal. So I'm sure hoping that Demeco Ryans is just prepping Fred Warner this week for some Travis Kelsey coverage. Um, I think that if Traverius Ward is healthy, he will, will he be on Juju? Is Juju in the slot with the Chiefs? Juju's probably the slot. Yeah. I'm not, maybe MVS. I'm not too worried about MVS. Valdez, Scantling. MVS yeah. is kind of the closest thing they have to that Tyreek Hill deep threat. But yeah, you're making a, it's a different offense. It's running much more through Kelsey. It's running much more through uh, Juju. And it's not relying on the deep ball as much, which in some ways makes it scarier, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be. Hours. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be really interesting to see, to see what happens. I do think I expect the 49ers to be able to produce a bit more offensively than they did last week just because I think I don't know I don't think you lay two eggs in a row when you're a good team and I as I said I still still am holding on to the opinion that this 49ers team is a good team please don't prove me wrong but I and I I do feel like we can probably get 
the run game going again. But it's going to be a good game. The, the Chiefs are a good team. Should be should be fun. Again, it should be the Sunday night game, but it's not. They got a good defense. I mean, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Um, I think they've got some young linebackers. I believe it's Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. Um, Willie Gay Jr. Let me add his junior. Um, they're they're doing a great job. And uh, Legereus Sneed. I don't remember if they have him at corner or safety, but regardless. And Justin Reed. So they got they got some good guys on defense. Um, I think it's more of okay. Their offense is a little bit weaker. So is ours. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how it'll go in terms of usage for our offense. You know they're going to be pounding that ball to Travis Kelsey. Um, now I'm curious how much usage he got against. Yeah, he had 10 targets, eight receptions, and 108 yards against the Bills. So you know it's going to be a similar thing. Uh, Juju had five receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. So he had a big deep ball. Miko Hardman had a touchdown. So they they definitely have some some guys they're spreading the ball out to. And I think for the first time in a long time, we saw that the Niners can spread the ball out to our top guys. You know, yeah. Kittle, Ayuk, and Samuel all getting at least 10 targets, eight or seven receptions apiece. That's awesome. I just hope that we're able to do more with it this go-around. Um, yeah. And this, uh, you know, it's – Pretty much what we need to see on Sunday is what we wish we saw yesterday. We need to see this offense supplement this defense well. This defense is going to be working their butt off to stop a Patrick Mahomes-led offense. And so when when the defense gets a stop, our offense or our when the defense gets a stop, we need to have the offense answer. And they got to get points on the board early yeah. and make sure that we're not losing by more than four points going into the fourth quarter. Totally. Yeah, we just can't... Well, or we could just figure out how to come back, too. But yeah, I, I think the offense is going to be moving. I'm excited for this game. I think it might turn into a bit of a shootout. The Chiefs' offense can't be stopped. Um, can only be slowed down. <laughs> can only be avoided. I'm trying to feel like there's a movie quote that's relevant here, but I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> it's can only be, be stalled, distracted, uh, deceived. Anyway, though, I think the 49ers' offense is going to be able to prove to move the ball. Should we... Uh, Get some bold predictions in, Daniel, and then maybe... Uh... Yes. Yeah, and I realized I skipped uh, I skipped my, my segment of Hufunga Kawabunga, but not do? a whole lot. He did okay. Not a lot of stats to go off of for him this week. Um, more of the eye test where he was he was around a lot of the stoppages I like stats. in play. I just go off vibes. I just go off vibes. Oh, boy. Uh, now he had six total tackles, five tackles. Um but uh, I just still can't get over that little bit where he took a few plays off to rest and everything crumbled. Um, so I think that tells you how important and how much of a priority he is in this defense. And so that right there tells me that, okay, no more no more rest for Hufunga. Sorry, you got to play 100% of snaps. You'll get special teams and offense time off. Um Bold predictions. This last week, Timmy predicted Kittle gets his first touchdown, and he certainly had enough receptions to do so, but Brandon Ayuk was was getting those targets in the red zone. 
And then my bold prediction is that our defense was going to show up in some big ways on the stat sheet with three sacks and one interception. Now, they had two sacks and no interceptions. So I was very wrong. Yeah. No, I was one one digit off from being right in each Imagine category. Imagine being wrong about your bold prediction. Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe we've been right twice a piece. I don't think I mean, both I've of been, us have I've been wrong. Been right. uh, I've been wrong twice in a row, and I think I'm probably going to let it ride this week. So, I'm going to let it ride. Yeah. So, well, uh, we'll try to pick up these bold predictions and see what we got here. Yeah. All any right. uh, any big ones for you popping off? Any ideas for this week? Like I said, I think I'm going to let it ride. I think oh, I'm going to say Kittle gets a touchdown Kittle. again. It's going to happen eventually. I think, I mean, he got more involved in the passing game than he has been all season. Is that just because the 49ers were trailing? I don't know. But, yeah. Um, is that just second? I think is there's a good chance week? there. Yeah, this is the third week I've done this one. Um, <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm stuck with it. I'm in too deep at this point. Um, I think the 49ers are, this is going to be a shootout. They're going to need to score. And Kittle is maybe still the 49ers' best offensive weapon. Probably not, but I might. I need to sit on that take a bit longer before I finalize it. But, yeah, I think Kittle's going to get his first touchdown of the season. Daniel, let's hear yours. Oh, man. Yeah, I wish mine was as quick and easy to think of. I was trying to go back and look at some of the Chiefs' scores from the last few weeks, and that's not helping me. They've scored a lot of points. Um, It's almost like they're really, really good. It's almost like they're really, really good. And so I'm going to go with... (sighs) <sighs> Let's go with another big Brandon Ayuk game. I like it. As someone who has Ayuk on a redraft fantasy team, I uh, I support that. So my clarification of a big Brandon Ayuk game is 70-plus yards and a touchdown. That is a big Brandon Ayuk game. Okay. I like it. 70-plus yards and there. a touchdown? Yeah, seventy plus yards and a touchdown, and I'm nice. I'm going more not one or the other. It's got to be both. Sounds That's good to me. So, um, yeah, G- give us what's the temperature of of the tea you're drinking over there for this next week game? What what are we feeling? Sorry, you only go off of vibes. What are your vibes over there for this next week and a home game versus the Kansas City Chiefs? Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, an afternoon game. I'm excited for <laughs> it as like a as a football game. I'm really I'm actually like very excited for for the game as a fan of football. Like if I was not a 49ers fan, I'd be very excited for this. And I'm excited for it as a 49ers fan, but I think it's going to be a good football game. I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's probably hopefully going to be a little back and forth, which will be fun. But I'm not necessarily looking forward to it as a 49ers fan just because you can never be like far enough ahead to beat Patrick Mahomes. And so it'll be fun to kind of see what happens. But I don't like I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it as a game, but I'm very, very nervous about the 49ers winning it. How, does that make How sense? Much, yeah. How much does this game hinge upon either Bosa and or Trent Williams being healthy? Uh, Barry, I think that's, that's going to be crucial. If, if Bosa and Williams are healthy, I think that really, really helps. But Armstead being healthy, I think will be big for, for the 49ers as well. If he can get back out there, that'd be really good. We need to be able yeah, to get pressure really... on Mahomes without blitzing. I mean, that's how you beat him, you know? 
Yeah, I wanted, everybody. To, I wanted to make my prediction that we sack him four times or something. Um, yeah. But I didn't feel good about that unless I knew Bosa was playing. I mean, they got a good line with Orlando Brown on the left, Joe Tooney, left guard. Yeah. Creed Humphrey. But, I mean, so. we saw the Bills get all over Mahomes, so it can be done. The Bills have yeah, the second Miller. best defense, and the 49ers have the best. Or maybe it's the other way around now after this week, but still, like the 49ers. Yeah, that's probably the other way around after this week. So we will uh, we will see what happens. Anything anything else, Daniel? Should we? Uh, think it might be time to call it. I just hate at the end of every podcast we're like, hey, what's the thing to watch this week? And I go to see who the heck plays, who's healthy. Yeah. Like every week, every week that is the that is the thing to watch. Who plays? Well, that's what you do. That's what the whole midweek of the NFL season is like, is trying to figure out who's playing, who's healthy, whether it's fantasy football, your favorite team, you know, where they are, are they practicing, are they healthy? That's what we do all week, but yeah. so it makes sense. But that is all I've got for you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, listeners, thank you for uh, for tuning in. We love having you. Enjoy 49ers Chiefs. Uh, get up, walk off this loss. In the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. The 49ers are going to be fine. Daniel, any parting thoughts to those listeners out there? Um, Patrick Mahomes is really fun to watch, but he's going to be fun to watch being thrown on the ground by Nick Bosa next Very Sunday. gently, though, to avoid Afternoon game. the passer. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Enough. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone, and uh, stay safe out there. Have a great one.